topic and we want to remind you guys that the dream is free but the hustle is sold separately we want to make sure that we encourage you guys as we dive into this hot topic that when it comes to your finances building wealth your nine to five is also your first investor mm -hmm. i'm gonna say that one more time your nine to five the check you get every two weeks or every week or however you're paid go out that's your first investor yes you might have some money trickling to the work 401k or whatever the work retirement system is but separate from that you all can open your own brokerage account and begin investing for your future okay begin planning for retirement i just call retirement really it's just a savings account for when i get older it's just a putting a different spin on it okay and so if you get in the habit of understanding that your nine to five is how you're going to fund your retirement yeah they might take out a couple dollars through your job but you can be putting in far more depending on how you live pay your debt down get your expenses low live within your means don't try to keep up with the joneses you do all those things i can guarantee you'll be wealthy well before you're 65 and it's time to retire okay and so again use your nine to five allow it to be your first investor i love it like you said man i, I never even like I said, I started the workforce young, like 20. So I didn't really see the importance of, I always, always contributed to my 403Bs, or I think that's what it is now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 403B. But I never look at it as a, you know what I mean? That money just going away, it's just going away. I get a statement at the end of the year, like, oh, okay, that's cool, yep. that's cool. But as you get older, it's like, okay, I want to contribute a little bit more. I can get to how much if I contribute? You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. you just look at those charts, like if I want to contribute, 17% to my yep. own investment. That's what I try to do. Just up my percentage. So it's more going in every two weeks. You talk about the poverty mindset. And I'm going to dive more into it too. But that in and of itself keeps people from living their best life. Reaching financial prosperity. Because like you said, it might have been something we didn't know about. We all have jobs where you might not even looked at the retirement package like that. What's the 403B? What's the 401K? What's the 457 plan? All these different things because the poverty mindset don't even have you thinking. You just getting a check, what, the, what we call the living check to check. You know what I'm saying? And so many people do that and it keeps them living in poverty or having the poverty mindset. Oh, I got some money. I got to go spend it. You know what I'm saying, like CB said, you can do something responsible with your stimulus, but the poverty mindset may say you gotta go buy a bottle, you gotta go buy some J's, you gotta go buy a Gucci belt. You have to do something frivolous with the money. What? Why is the poverty mindset so prevalent among communities of color? I would say that it's a it's a keeping up with each other type of thing. If if Chris down the street got some J's, I want some J's. Mm -hmm. If I didn't get them J's, I'm I'm along for them J's. And whenever I get my money for them J's, you better believe I'm going to get me some J's. You know what I mean? So I could be in. But Chris ain't thinking about me wanting my J's. You know what I mean? You might those might have been a gift to Chris, or however Chris got those. That ain't my business. Yeah. But we look and see somebody with something, so we want it. Yeah. Not saying how they got it, how much work they put in, mm -hmm. nothing. We just look at it like man. So I'm trying to keep up with that. I want to beg, borrow, steal to keep up with. An image or a reflection that I think is cool, mm -hmm. which more times than not leads us down the wrong path. Because again, we don't know what Chris did for that. He might have worked a nine to five, 
and, and earned all his money yeah. for those jazz. Work overtime. We just don't, or worked overtime. But that's so. a part of our culture, though. You think about it. We we always going to, if you, for us, if you go to a game in our event, mm-hmm. we're going to be fresh to death mm-hmm. from head to toe. We don't know what kind of car we live in. We, we, we don't know what kind of car we might have. Our, our clothes might be more expensive than our car. Mm-hmm. Our, our, we might not even have our own home or apartment. Mm-hmm. So it's always, like you said, an image. And this is how we are as people. And that's just how it's been. It's always been like that for us. It's only for the acknowledgement, though, CB. I see you, bro. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I see, see you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean? That's all that. So you just spent all that money on our versus I yeah. see you's. Yeah, and then we're not taught in the school system about 401ks, 403b. So when we talked about the storm and going through the storm as as people, when you grow up in poverty, that's what we have. Grow up in poverty, living check to check. Okay, so you grow up and you gotta figure things out along the journey, and you have to educate yourself. It's crazy. I just looked at some of my retirement stuff now. Today, mm-hmm. I looked at where I have retirement. Mm-hmm. This amount I'd be getting paid per month. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? This is the percentage I was going. I knew the percentage taken out of my check. You know what I mean? So I'm looking at that stuff now where, you know, before I, like you said, I knew a certain amount was going out of it. But now I'm looking. This is the amount. I never mm-hmm. looked at this is the amount. <laughs> mm-hmm. If I decide to retire in education at 55, yeah. this is how much I'd be getting paid. Per, pay per month yeah. you know what I mean now I'm looking into more of the you know some of the things you know I did the, did the 401ks and all that stuff so you know just constantly constantly have to educate yourself and bro. you want to build upon what you already have like you know what exactly. okay if I retire right now that exactly. would be my plan but yeah. no I want to add more add to mm-hmm. it. because if I keep adding but I don't get 55 my, my numbers going to exactly. be here but that's that's a mindset that everybody didn't have like mm-hmm. that's you growing out of that poverty mindset. Yeah. That's you getting away from the norm. You know and as saying? your friend, I'm happy to hear that. I'm happy to hear that you guys, it's never too late. And that's what mm-hmm. I want everybody at home to know. It's never too late. He just looked at his, what he's getting. He gl- glanced at it years ago. Now he know what the number is. Mm-hmm. Same here. My thing is the poverty mindset that I want to touch on is, and I, I'm looking for clarity and I'm seeking understanding. The whole, because ownership is important to me. Mm. Ownership matters to me. I own my businesses, homes, cars, everything. But when people don't want to leave Section 8 because (coughs) it will mess up their money, that's a poverty mindset that I want to explore and unpack more. Nope, I can't get a job because it'll mess up my Section 8. I can't make this much money because it'll mess up my Section 8 or my government assistance. And so... Where do that come from? Fear. There we go. That's it's good. It's fear. It's yeah. fear, bro. It's like, okay, I can make this leap, but man, what if? Mm-hmm. What if? So, like you said, if you grown up in poverty, all you know is poverty. It's fear to take that extra leap. Mm-hmm. So now it ain't like, you know, what I mean, or you got a spouse, or you having somebody pulling, you gonna be okay. Sometimes we we doing this thing on our own, bro. Yeah. So it's it's fear, you know what I mean? It's definitely fear. I I believe it. It could be some fear, but I also think it's comfort, comfortable too. That too, but I think it's it's it, it being exposed. A lot of people lack of exposure. I would say that's big. Would allow you to think that Section Eight is a goal. You know what I'm saying? Now I would say Section Eight is there for anybody that needs it. 
for those emergency situations, single mom, single dad, whatever the situation may be, if you fit under those Section 8 guidelines, I'm all for you having mm-hmm. that. But if you're an able-bodied worker, able-bodied person that's able to work, go out and work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Go out and make you some money. Take care of yourself. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't just fall back on Section 8. You know what I mean? Let that be for somebody that actually needs it. Go out and get your money. Go out and create you a better life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and, and with that, you're going to be exposed to different stuff. That's With facts. that job, you're going to be exposed to different people. Exposure facts. leads to expansion. Fred Taylor. Like our boys and I am athletes. Fred Taylor. Yeah. So for sure, facts. you're going to get around some people that's going to show you some different stuff. Yeah. Every job I've had, bro, I bump elbows with different people. They show me different stuff. Mm-hmm. We talk about different meals, how you cook this, how you make that. Yeah. Would you do this weekend? Like, bro, I, that, me sitting at the crib, I won't get that. Me being a Section 8 receiver, like, you're not going nowhere. Yeah. Only people you're talking to is them same people that don't leave the house. Mm-hmm. So... I'm straight on all that. That's bad, bro. That's bad. We ain't going no. We ain't going backwards, bro. No, for sure. Moving forward. Section eight ain't enough for me, bro. I want more than that. Yeah, yeah. The last thing, and we're gonna wrap this one up. We want to remind you guys to grind now and shine later. That's so huge and that's so profound. So many people, we call it the microwave society, Mm -hmm. and we want to get rich quick. We want it right now. Listen, if you're watching this. Be willing to put in the work. Be willing to grind now in order to shine later. Because I'm trying to tell you, you got a long life. Life is a marathon. You know what I'm saying? And marathon means it's about who endures the longest. And so if you can embrace the fact that you're going to grind now. I often say grind three to six months so that you set yourself up for the next one or two years. And you're way ahead of people. It's just a little sacrifice you got to make in terms of embracing the grind. And that's what I say every day on Twitter. Embrace the grind. Enjoy the climb. Because if you learn to fall in love with the process, you're going to actually love when you see the fruits of your labor exactly. on the other end of it. Anything y'all want to throw in? That's, that's huge, bro. Like, Because now, for me as a coach, now you know I have things in place. I have the the football support piece. So now I finally have support within my football program. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, man, I could coach another 20 years mm-hmm. where, you know, three months ago, you know, I was stressed. I was mm-hmm. upset frustrated where I didn't think like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now I'm like, man, I'm laid back. I got a shrimp guy that's a younger us and that's working hard, that's being creative, that's getting teams and he's taking care of it. He's got attendance. He's, Everything I need to do, he's taking care of that piece. I don't have to be there, bro. I don't have to be the shrimp guy. You know what I mean? I don't have to do those things. You know what I mean? My job is stress-free, bro. Mm-hmm. So like you said, trust the process. I'm loving this process right now, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm loving the process. Mm-hmm. I'm loving the day-to-day process. Kids want to get better. They showing up. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do a lot of yelling and screaming. Like I said, I'm like, dang. Like you said earlier, bro, it's like, um... I don't know. You just basically said, like, man, I'm going to get punked, bro. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a feeling like that. So, like, you know, so it's all about the process. You stayed down till you came up, though. So man. Right. And now this is the, the fruits of that labor. The labor, bro. Mm-hmm. You right, bro. You the Lord I mean? will always reward you. He will always tenfold what you're supposed to get. Yes, you just got to stay the course. Understand that your breakthrough is en route. And, and don't throw in a towel. Like we say, don't get weary and well-doing, man. Like, sure. in due time, your time will come. In due season, your time will come. We often say, and this is my favorite. My pop said this to me years ago. He said, stay in line 
eventually your turn will come. Don't miss the message. Guys, we're going to wrap up on that note. We want to thank you guys for hanging out with us for another episode. Please make sure you like and subscribe and join the Deeper Than Sports community. And we'll see you next time.